Welcome to the Tatanus Podcast. I'm going to get right into it here because I got a story for you, man. All right. Are you ready for this shit? Yep, you got it. All right, cool. Um, the damnedest thing happened. What happened? Well, it's like the most bizarre sign that you've made it. Yeah. Uh, you know I always go to the gym. Yeah. And I decided, because it's so close, I was like, I got to fucking haul ass to the gym on foot mm. to get my cardio in. Get that blood flow. Yeah, that's a smart idea. So I get my my headphones on and I'm listening to my shit. Yeah. And as I'm fucking halfway to the gym, yep. this car goes by. Okay. Honking. And I'm like, what is their problem? Because mm. I don't see any reason to, to be honking at anyone. Yeah, no, I agree. Unless there's a problem. So I look over and this motherfucker is hanging halfway, like half his body. Out the passenger side window. What? And yells at me, fuck Star Wars. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> and gives me the biggest thumbs up. And has this big smirk on his face. Like he's looking for my approval. Oh my god, that's amazing. And I just kind of half smile like, my god, signs you've made it. Oh my god, that is Beyond perfect. Beyond MMA yeah. and, you know, writing and all that other bullshit. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. It, it was the most bizarre <laughs> fucking incident. I was like, are you fucking, like, is this real life right now? No, well, no kidding. I mean, the only time I, I'm, I've ever had anyone chat about it, me, <laughs> me from a car is... <laughs> In the middle of winter, I was wearing a winter coat, and I was just going, just walking around the local mall, which had a couple of chain stores, and one was when Feature Shop was still around. I don't know what the hell, but this guy in this car rolls down his window, sticks his arm out, kind of cocks his head at me, he's like, what up, slut? I'm like, what the fuck? I'm wearing a winter jacket, for Christ's sakes. And I'm like, yeah, that's a real pickup line for the ladies, man, so take notes from this dude. Random dude shouting out at women in winter jackets. What up, slut? <laughs> that is charming. Yep, well, where I came from, that's the type of level of charming you could expect. <laughs> I think we come from the same place. Oh, yeah, we do. So you know how what the people are like there. Oh, dear. So I, I feel personally attacked. <laughs> Am I grouping you in the same category? It seems that way. No, you're not. You have some class, so you would probably say, like, um, I don't know, something a lot worse, like, yo, what up, sweet tits, or some shit like that. I have never in my life said that to anybody that I did not know. Mm, I that know. would take it the wrong way. Yeah, I know, of course. I'm just pulling your chain out. Oh, man. Fuck. You're giving international people the wrong idea about me. And now they're like, fuck this guy. He's a pervert. No. <laughs> and I am a pervert, but in all the right ways. Mm. With all the right people. Oh, yes. <laughs> that are used to my bullshit. Yep. <laughs> I would never approach a stranger and say something fucked up. Hey, sugar bear. And they'd be like, what is wrong with this idiot? What's the matter with you? 
No, you wouldn't, but apparently this guy thought it was a fantastic idea. I got an idea! So maybe you need to teach a class for these gentlemen that need some guidance, you know, so they can successfully pick up some ladies, not deter them, like... Get away from me! Where I, I like, <laughs> I was shocked! Like, I was like a teenager, I think, or like maybe 18. So I was like, what the fuck just happened here? I just love the mental image of, like, you pull up in your Amish fucking getup with your big-ass fucking all-consuming winter jacket <laughs> so nothing is visible. You might as well be on the fucking little house on the prairie. And this motherfucker like, what up, slut? Exactly. Was my ankle showing too much? I don't know. I was wearing fucking boots and pants, so you tell me. Maybe my face was too exposed or some shit like that. I wasn't wearing my bonnet. That's what it was. I wasn't wearing the bonnet. So your hair was showing? Yes, it was. You filthy whore. Yep. <laughs> How dare you? Yep. No bonnet. Dirt. Yep. <laughs> Absolute filth. You fucking degenerate. Mm-hmm. That's me. Um, we're going to have a problem. What? I mean, let's be real. Did I or did I not employ you as my producer? Yes, you did. So, as the podcast host, should my best interest not be your best interest? Well, yes, of course. So, why is it that when I suggested to you I need a pedometer, you laughed at me and you fucking dismissed my concerns like it's so irrational? Oh! Six-year-old man, grown man, you do not need to worry about pedophiles. And besides, it's a pedometer. It counts your steps, not tell you if there's local perverts within a certain mile radius of you. <laughs> like seriously, man, what is wrong with you? I'm not following. It looks, it's spelt like pedometer, but it's pronounced pedometer, and it's for it's to count your steps. You don't want to get a smartwatch or a fitness tracker. Like, it's a lesser alternative for people who just want to know how many damn steps they're doing in the day. So, of course, a dollar store jumps on the bandwagon, sells these, but then you go into the store thinking that these are devices to help people figure out where the pedophiles are to keep, their, keep themselves safe. But frankly, my dear, you're 36 years old. You're 6'5", 265 pounds, covered in tattoos and facial hair. I don't think you need to be worrying about pedophiles. I think they need to be worried about you. I'm going to respectfully disagree. <laughs> what? I've, I've, I've seen Ghostbusters. <laughs> okay. I've seen the equipment, and I'm pretty sure that this was designed much like that. Okay. To show me how many steps away the pedophiles are. <laughs> And I don't like that you're laughing at me <laughs> and you're acting like my fear is irrational. It is irrational. What the hell is wrong with you? You don't. I could be in stranger danger right now. You don't know. Maybe. Like, what if right now, just outside, okay. there's a group of like five kidnappers in spandex, power strangers, if you will. Oh. That are gonna like grab me. Oh my god! And what if, what if I put up too much of a fight, okay. and all their windowless vans assemble to make a giant kidnapping robot? <laughs> you don't know. 
Oh, I don't think there's anything irrational about that. No. Come on, man. Don't be... Get over you, you're looking at me like that's the definition of irrational. Yes, it is. And I don't like that. Yeah, but it is. And how dare you take a dig at Power Rangers. I will murder you. I love that shit. Anyone knows me, yes, they know I'm a huge Power Rangers fan, so shout out to any of the listeners that love that shit like I do. Yeah, I know, I'm a grown-ass woman and I love Power Rangers. Not afraid to admit it. I used to be a Power Ranger in a former life. Well, these are Power Strangers. They use the power of Stranger Danger. <laughs> and those little coins they have. They're Power Coins. It's just them bribing you with money <laughs> to get in the back of their windowless van. Which looks like the Who's the Boss van. So now I have a lot of questions about Tony Danza. Mm. Well, I hate to say it. I never watched Who's the Boss. So I don't know what the van looks like, unfortunately. Yeah. You just got called out, Tony Maselli. If that is your real name. Oh, excuse you. You think I'm in charge of this operation of uh, Ranger Stranger? Are you Tony fucking Maselli? No. <laughs> Well, then shut your ass up. Oh, my gosh. Like, this is between him and me. Okay, fair enough. Tony Maselli, if that is your real name. Tony Danza, as you'd like me to believe, is your real name. Well, let me just leave you with this little thought. Mona's a whore. Ooh, that's harsh. No, she really was. Who that's, was she anyways? His wife? No. I like told you. The mother of the chick that hired him. And she was kind of a promiscuous little bitch. Oh. She's kind of an old... But, like, you loved her. Okay, so I was thinking, like, Granny's getting a little, like, horny here. And I'm like, I don't know. Oh, she was. Oh, come on, man. But she was fucking slick as shit. Okay, but was she at least physically appealing? Or was she like, oh, my hey, dear God. I, I, I'm not into old ladies. No, that's not going to do it. Mm. But her attitude, she was as slick as come on a gold tooth. <laughs> oh, gosh, I haven't heard that one before. She was awesome. Yeah. She made me laugh. Yeah, you know what? Now i got to make a point to actually watch Who's the Boss now because all I, kn all I know is just, like, who was on that show, but I never knew the premise of it, so. All accusations aside, and I'm investigating you, Tony, but... It was a good fucking show. How long did it run for? Long ass time. It's the 80s. I watched it in the 80s and the early 90s. And then it just kind of, I don't know, stopped. But it was good. It was real good. Mm -hmm. I liked it. And, um, you know, yeah, Alyssa Milano oh. made it real fucking easy to watch. <laughs> I grew up fucking... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, please. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> She's beautiful. Oh, yes, she is. I'm not, I'm not like, um, debating that. Okay, speaking of beautiful mm -hmm. women, because, uh, can we put this out there? Sure. That you kind of, you know, you see the beauty in women. Mm-hmm. Let's say... Uh, you, you can appreciate oh, yeah, and point out a, a good-looking chick. Yeah. What happened today? Honestly. <laughs> the level of disrespect was fucking off the charts. Oh, God. Okay. Sometimes Blue here will point out a beautiful chick, so old Tatnus, 
in a public place. Mm. I'm typically the one that catches it, and I just appreciate a good-looking person. Oh, yeah. It's all good. Mm -hmm. So, I point out this one to Blue, and what does she do? <laughs> this motherfucker, disrespectful as the day is long, <laughs> says to me, oh, yeah, she is beautiful, but she's with this Ed Sheeran-looking motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that's her fucking mother. <laughs> this poor ginger elderly lady with a person all just got straight up called an Ed Sheeran looking motherfucker. Yes. I'm sorry, but I didn't see her face. And Tatnis here did point out she had a purse. I did not see the purse, okay? But it could have been a European shoulder bag for men, okay? And it just, the hair, and I'm thinking, my God, that looks like, that is one Ed Sheeran-looking motherfucker. And I'm sorry, but ladies, or even guys, he, he's not attractive. Like, I'm sorry, you know? It's just, his hair, he looks like he touched, stuck a fork in the electrical outlet and just learned what happens when you do that. Fuck. I, I sincerely hope that old lady serenades you with Ed Sheeran songs as she whips that ass. <laughs> oh my god. And gives you those hands. <laughs> oh, I'm in love with the shape of you. WOP! <laughs> Good god. Speaking of ass whoopings. Yeah? I, I'm feeling like we should give a shout out to a completely fabricated sponsor. Yep. That I just decided exists now. Okay. Called Brawl State. Brawl State. <laughs> Brawl State Insurance. Why is that funny? <laughs> well, okay, go what, on. What happens when you get into a car accident and some asshole cuts you off and causes it? Call State. No. You call Brawl State. Because you know damn well you're going to get out your car. And you want to punch this motherfucker square in the mouth. Well, Brawl State encourages that because all state, you cause an accident, you're going to get these hands. <laughs> wow. That's, that's perfect. So, of course, like, you know, ugh. either, like you said, A, the other driver's going to get these hands, or B, if you're a teenage driver under your parents' insurance, they're going to give get you these hands. Shout out to Allstate. Please don't sue me. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> or go ahead. I don't fucking care. You can have at her. <laughs> sue all you like. <laughs> oh my gosh. What is the matter with you? If you sue me, though, you might get these hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Tread carefully, my friends. That's right. Mm-hmm. I might show up at your next car accident and whip that ass. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I feel like we have all sorts of shit coming up mm -hmm. yep. in the near future. Well, yeah, I mean, the date today's we're recording is Friday the 13th. Happy Friday and the 13th. And a full moon. Oh, yes. I might add. Yeah, and you were telling me the other night that... Um, 
a, Friday, a full moon on a Friday the 13th is a very rare occurrence, and it's not slated to happen again until, you said, 2050 or something? 20, uh, 50, 59, some shit like that. Uh, if you guys know the actual exact date, because I don't Google fucking anything, you can email tatnesspodcast at gmail.com and correct my ass yep. and educate me. Yeah, both of us, man. But I just thought that was really cool. And, you know, personally, too, like, I've always had this as a tradition for myself for Friday the 13th. I love watching the Friday the 13th movies on that day. It just, it just seems so natural because, yes, those movies initially, the one does take place on Friday the 13th, which I might point out. I believe it was part six. Otherwise, I think they just take place on random dates. But I think where the title draws that is, you know, the associated, the superstitions of 13 being an unlucky number. And Jason Voorhees, uh, the main character of the series, birthday is July 13th, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm wrong, please correct us. Send us an email. Tatnesspodcast.com at gmail.com. But it's just funny, like, how that day, everyone, of course, like, social media blows up with this movie <laughs> but hey i love it i'm one of those people man did you see um the bizarre post and i don't know if it's trolling at its finest or if this is legit but somebody posted an article that suggests friday the 13th is actually based off a real kid real circumstances that actually did drown that had like fucking some kind of special needs or some shit okay. going on and that was his name and it gave the exact date that it happened i feel like it's super good trolling mm, i think it because is because i think it's based off of like maybe a company yeah that makes these logist like Legit looking headlines that look so fucking much like real newspaper clips. Yep. Or, you know, websites that, you know, look like real info. Mm -hmm. But I don't buy that it's legit. But I got a story. Okay. And a lot of people know this story that know me about Friday the 13th. Okay. So, shout out to my cousin, my childhood partner in crime, that um, we... We're out in my grandparents' backyard digging up a hole. I don't know why. We just thought, as kids, that was the shit to do. Yep. And it started to get dark in the backyard. And we thought, well, this is fucking boring. We haven't reached China yet. <laughs> or <laughs> Australia. So why bother? <laughs> I mean, we haven't reached my kneecap yet, for fuck's sake. <laughs> We're using fucking spoons. <laughs> What did we expect to accomplish? <laughs> I honestly don't know. I haven't the slightest. Oh, but you're using spoons. We were using fucking spoons. Not strap. even like toy sand shovels. If it makes you feel any better, they were tablespoons. Oh my god, what is the matter with you? <laughs> I can understand your outrage if we were using the teaspoons. Oh my god, hey, oh my god, no. Granted, we in hindsight... Hindsight being 2020 vision, <laughs> we should have been using soup spoons. Yeah, you don't think, or maybe a shovel. Maybe a ladle. <laughs> Let's not be so quick oh 
to rule out spoons. Oh my. Maybe we just haven't found the right model yet that will exceed the capability of a shovel. At least you weren't using one-eighth of a teaspoon. Oh, my God. Well. Don't know. I didn't give you ideas, did I? Anyways, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> so, we decided to go in the house and see what my grandfather's watching in the living room. Yeah. And you guys got to understand how this works. My grandmother had her own TV in the in her bedroom. My grandfather had his bedroom. My grandmother had a TV in her bedroom. My grandfather kind of ran the TV of the living room. Okay. When he was home from work because I mean that's how it's it his worked. house. So he's you know. That's how it worked in his time. We had the TV in the basement, but who the fuck wants to go to the basement? It, Not I, sir. As a child, especially. Oh, yeah. No. We like that living room. Big ass bay window. All Comfy that couch. Yeah. Everything. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so we go in, and he's watching fucking Friday the 13th. Get out of here. I shit you not. And I don't even think he knows what the fuck it is he's watching. He just thought it was interesting and was watching it. <laughs> oh my god, it's for real. Your grandfather was watching yeah. Friday the 13th. So we walk in, and the first thing we see after like five minutes is somebody getting killed. Oh. <laughs> and we're like, oh fuck <laughs> no. I'm six years old. Amy's nine. <laughs> we're born the exact same day, the exact same month. Three years apart. Yeah. So she was always like my protector. Mm -hmm. And she decides this ain't for us. Oh. Let, let's go sit on the stairs until it sounds like this is over. Because the living room, you can see the stairs. Mm -hmm. So we're like with an earshot. We're literally behind the TV. Okay. And finally. All of the explanation, all of the fucking story kind of comes to a head. Yeah. Jason's mom gets killed, and we think it's, it's over. <laughs> because we're sitting on the stairs, and it reaches the point where that chick's in the canoe. Alice, that was her name, yeah. Cool. And we hear that lovely, nice, pleasant Peaceful fucking music. Yep. And in our heads, that is the green light. It's over. Yep. All the scary shit <laughs> that makes a six-year-old and a nine-year-old shit their pants. Yep. Has come to its conclusion. <laughs> and it's over. So we decide to go see the nice part of yep. the fucking movie. Yep. <laughs> and sure as shit. As we start to feel ourselves mellow and at ease, <laughs> because the horror shit is over, has come to its halt, this motherfucker pops out of the water <laughs> and damn near makes us shit our pants. <laughs> and we beeline it back for the stairs. <laughs> and we don't stop sitting there until we hear a commercial. Before the next movie or TV show comes on. Mm -hmm. And my aunt was dating a guy that she would later marry and have kids with. Uh, my Uncle Derek. Shout out to Derek, mm -hmm. who's super dope. I fucking love Derek. Mm -hmm. 
I had my 30th birthday with Madden's mom and Derek, and it was one of the best birthdays ever in my fucking life, yep. if not the best, <laughs> because it was so much fun. Yeah. And all the history with Derek. But he comes in, he's living there, um, he comes in, goes right to the kitchen, and starts making food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we walk in to distract ourselves. This is our brilliant fucking Amy's brilliant idea. Yep. To distract ourselves with a conversation with Derek. Okay. Derek is fun. He's cool. He's a good guy. Yeah. So why not distract ourselves with fucking fun Derek, right? Mm-hmm. So Derek looks at us and laughs and says, what the fucking hell is wrong with you guys? You look like you've seen a ghost. So Amy proceeds to explain to him, our grandfather was watching this movie and we caught a bit of, and it was pretty fucked up, Mm -hmm. to say the least. And he fucking knows, so he immediately says, oh, you mean Friday the 13th, that one with Jason, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You know that's based on a true story, right? You're an asshole. And Amy's like, no, it's not. <laughs> and then looks at me like she's trying to reassure me while trying to reassure herself. That that's it's Derek's not real. Lying. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, it is, really. In fact, you know, my friends just went camping this summer out there. <laughs> and I haven't heard from them since. I didn't get to go. I had to work. So I should really call them and make sure they're okay. (laughs) And we looked at each other. And Amy's being like the responsible older one. Yep. And looks at me and shakes her head and mimes the words he's lying. (laughs) But I see so much doubt in her eyes. Oh, boy. (laughs) She, She doesn't believe her own reassurance. No. So plan B, she takes me down to the basement and says, the best thing you can do when you watch a horror movie at night is watch comedy after, get your mind after, you know, get your mind off of it Mm -hmm. after the fact. And we did. And for the first 30 minutes, we were kind of like, who are we trying to fool here? (laughs) And we got over it. But it took time because it was burned in our fucking head. Well, yeah, that jump scare is like considered one of the most iconic in film history. (laughs) It was so bad. Oh, fuck out. Get me all the time. And I swear I there was another one. Um, Maybe it was part three, but it was Jason's mom, Pamela, instead of jumping out of the lake and pulling the girl. I remember that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean. It's still scary, but not as effective as that young Jason, because I don't think we were ready for it. I saw that as a grown-ass man, and I laughed. And I was like, fuck everything about what you're trying to do here, Mm -hmm. because of what the original movie did to me as a child. Yeah, but here's the thing. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't happen, because the woman doesn't have her head attached to her body. I know, inconsistencies. Yep, I know, but I get it. They're trying to recreate that same scare to try and get people like you, but you're like, not today, Satan, not today. Right, (laughs) but I mean, it was still fun, Mm -hmm. and it was a cool story uh, of personal, so everyone can get a little tat this personal 
fucking story as to why I'm so fucked up, <laughs> you know, but uh, it was a good time. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Shout out to Derek. I love Derek. Well, um, yeah. Oh, sorry. I was going to say my experience with, like, horror movies like that, um, my first horror movie was actually Child's Play 2. I was going to ask you, yeah, you know, because we're kind of easing into... October. Mm -hmm. We're not there yet. We no. got a long way to go. Oh, yeah. But I do want to ease into the horror aspect because people have requested that it's not just October because it's kind of a fun subject. Oh, it is. So I was going to ask you, actually, literally after you finished talking, what your first horror movie was. Well, like I said, it was Child's Play 2. I remember distinctively, um, I think I was uh, maybe eight years old, nine years old. And I was like to my mom, like, I want to see a scary movie. And I was like, okay, um, I'll let you pick one, whatever one you want. And of course, I, the cover for the Child's Play 2 is like Chucky cutting the head off a Jack in the Box. And I'm like, oh, that looks so cool. So, needless to say, we rented this movie, not from Blockbuster. It was an independent video store from where I lived at the time. And, um, yeah, my sister actually came over that night, my older sister. And we watched it, and needless to say, I thought that little fucker was under my bed with a hunting knife trying to get my feet. So, for almost like a friggin' year, I would like leap onto my bed. I didn't want to get my feet too close to the underneath the bed because I was worried Chucky would just reach out and just fucking stab my feet. So, fuck you, Chucky. But I ain't scare you now because guess what? My bed doesn't have a bottom where you can slip under, so suck it. <laughs> I grew up in a really cool time. Yeah. So, I can pinpoint shit that I remember right now in my childhood, in my very early days, from yep. like five on. I remember, like, I was a kid that stayed up late, 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 late. Oh, me too, but yeah. Uh, my grandmother was pretty lenient, um, so she was a night hawk herself. So she would sit up in the living room with all the lights off, watching TV, and I'd be up. And I remember seeing the TV ad for the TV premiere or re-airing or whatever it was of Halloween. Oh. And there was something about that face that just fucking... It showed the part of him looking down the stairwell mm. when she fell down the stairs Yep. before coming down those stairs together <laughs> and i just was so fucking enthralled with that face Yep. and you know this is a time where i've already been exposed to all the other shit my first in my recollection my absolute first horror movie that really i obsessed over as a kid because it's intriguing to me, was Poltergeist. Oh, yes. I loved that little girl. Oh, yes. Oh, Heather like, O'Rourke. I, I wasn't, you know, older than four or five. Mm -hmm. So I just had the biggest crush on her. Yeah. Honestly. And the creepy factor to her intrigued me. Yeah. And I just was glued to the TV when that trailer would come on. Yeah. I was so invested in that. And then you had Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, yeah. But before that, Ghoulies was one that I really was like, I need to see this. Never seen that one. 
It was so weird, but I was into it because mm-hmm. I was a kid. Yeah. And um, the more people said it, at my age I shouldn't be watching something, the more I was interested in it. Well, this is not rebellious. like... Well, this, aren't most kids like that? I mean, I was too. you tell me not to do something, I'd look at you and be like, oh, yeah, go and do it, by, do it even more or worse. Freddy Krueger was somebody that I was so appalled by physically and just so traumatized by that I was also so intrigued. I literally was drawn to anything Nightmare on Elm Street related. Oh, yes. And to this day, it's one of my all-time favorites. And I honestly, and if you fuckers laugh, I will fucking kindly Mm -mm. request your address to be sent to me via email and I will come see each and every one of you individually <laughs> and punch you in the armpit <laughs> for laughing at me. <laughs> but when I was a little kid, I was so intrigued by Freddy Krueger. I wanted to look at the back of the video cases, but I would put my fingertips on the edges of the case because I honestly thought the picture on the cover of Freddy's face would bite my fingers <laughs> if I touched it. Aww. Because he was so malicious to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and capable of so much. Yep. And I wasn't trying to get bit. So I was like, not today. But I'm still going to look at the back of this. But very carefully to avoid getting fi- your fingers bitten. But yet I, I had the trading cards. I, that I wanted. You that. And I collected them religiously. Mm-hmm. And, and you watched the Freddy's Nightmares. I oh, I love Freddy's Nightmares. Yeah, but yeah. as you're saying, sorry. Well, the the cards, like, I wouldn't even care unless they were Freddy related. Because mm-hmm. they were all different horror movies. I was yeah. like, I don't know what any of this shit is. I didn't know what Fright Night was at six years old. No. I never heard of it. Never seen it. I'm sorry if that offends hardcore fucking horror fans. But at six years old, I never fucking knew it was a thing. I knew it was exposed to me via TV, so whatever was considered mainstream. Yeah. Um, I remember in the 80s, seeing a commercial in the broad daylight about Nightmare on Elm Street, and it was uh, part three. Oh, yes. When dude's bed mattress drops, and it's like the mouth of hell, essentially. The mute kid, was it not? In the hospital? I don't remember a mute kid. The kid that doesn't talk. So Freddy's like disguised as a nurse, takes the titties out, and, you know, Uh, the tongues wrap around his wrist and his ankle. Oh, yeah. Strapping him to the bed frame, and then the fucking mattress drops. I saw that, Mm -hmm. and I was like, what is this? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then, oh, in the 80s, Amy and I. My older cousin were in the basement watching TV, and it was late at night. And we stumbled upon a movie that seemed interesting, and we stayed on it too long. Uh-uh. That fucking movie was The Gate. Oh, yes, I remember you telling me about it, and you showed me a trailer for Holy it. Holy fuck. That shit was an acid trip of a horror movie. So, when I saw it, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Uh-huh. And my young six-year-old brain could not 
process it all, all at once, or at all. And it was just so much to take in. It was so bizarre. Yeah. For lack of a better term. It's... It was so fucking trippy. It's such a mind fuck. Yeah. And just, it was so heavy. I didn't like it. I was like, why are we watching this shit? And I like to think that I can handle my horror. But at six years old, that was a bit much. Yeah. Well, I mean... That was uh, that reminds me of another horror movie I saw that really tripped me out was Amityville Horror. That was the original one, not the remake with Ryan Reynolds. I saw that one later on in life, but before that one came out, I did see the original. And fuck, I tell you, anything with like Indian burial grounds or stuff like that, it bothers me. Like even to this day. The part when, I guess, the psychic goes to the basement, and then she's, like, saying it's the gateway to hell, and I just, like, oh, my God, it just made my skin crawl. Like, anything like that. I'm, like, no. Just, no. I just, it just, no. I can't do it. It's, I can't. So. I was late to the party on those movies. Yeah? Honestly, I, I saw that movie in, I think, 2000, 2001. The original? For the first time, yeah. I sat down and watched it. And just the music at the beginning credits was so creepy. Yeah. And so weird to me. It was so, like, I don't know, unsettling. But uh, then 1998, I left home at 15 to get out of a bad situation. And a friend of mine who really cared about me guilted me. And made me feel bad and talked me into letting her talk her parents into let me stay there. Mm -hmm. And they agreed because they cared about me a lot. Yeah. And they said, we're putting our ass on the line because you're not old enough to leave home. We don't need a kidnapping charge for harboring a fucking runaway. Mm -hmm. But we understand your situation and I want to help. Yeah. So, I was there maybe one night, and they had me on the couch, and Exorcist came on. Oh, yes. And I saw that in 1998 for the first time, and it fucked my head up. Oh, yes. That one that one got me, too. Again, anything like spiritual ghosts, things like that, that is guaranteed to, like, creep me out. Yeah, but, anything demonic. Yes. Oh. It's a safe bet. That it's going to fuck my head up. Oh, yeah. No, especially, like, you know, the one part. I think it's when Reagan's mother um, is uh, walking through the kitchen. It's dark. And then you see the flash of that face, like, the demon that's possessing Reagan. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Every time. Even now. Like, it just creeps me the fuck out. You know what got me right off the get-go? What? That fucking bed just doing that broncoing fucking. Oh, my life. God. Yeah. That was enough for me. Because the room I was staying in, my mattress was on the floor. Oh, no. And I was like, I don't need to see this shit before I go to bed because i got to be to school in the morning. Yep. Uh, no, but man, another part that creeped me out, too, you know, when Reagan's possessed and she does that weird spider walk down the stairs. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, no. That so, wasn't cool. No. But I know... I. It is, to me now, I laugh at it, because before I saw that movie, The Exorcist, I saw Scary Movie too, and they make fun of that scene when Reagan goes down to the living room when her mom's having the party, 
pisses on the carpet. <laughs> and I'm sorry when I saw it. I was like, oh my god. I know I shouldn't be laughing right now. I should be creeped out and disturbed, but seriously. <laughs> oh okay, god. I feel I like we got to get down to business. Here. Okay, yeah. And we're going to fight. All right, fine. Right off the bat, I feel like this is just going to be a straight up dispute. Mm, okay. Freddie or Jason, which one's better? I'm going to go with Jason. He's my man. He has the highest number of kills in all of his movies. So if you, I remember when Freddy vs. Jason came out. It was on their site. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's just Jason, he, he can't kill. He's hard to kill. Like, okay, yeah, I get it. Freddy is, too, because he's not a physical being unless he's brought out of the dream world. But Jason, man, he's been through... He's been to hell. He's been to fucking outer space. He's been... He's been everywhere. How did Freddy... How did Jason goes to hell end? Freddy's uh, claw dug his mask down to hell. The one nothing Freddy. Oh, well. I got something for you here. Freddy versus Jason. I know I've had this debate with someone a long time ago. But I know... To me, Jason won because he came out of the lake holding Freddy's head. But yes, I know, I get it, Freddy's wing. But no, if you look at that fight, he technically had the last shot. So let's just say that girl, Lori, decapitating Freddy doesn't really count. And I, I Jason, man, like even the premise in that, it's like you kind of have sympathy almost for Jason. He's kind of a tragic character. I, I know I shouldn't say sympathy. He's a fucking psychopath. But I mean... He was a special needs child, and he went to camp, and unfortunately, the counselors decided sexy time was more important than doing the damn job, so the man drowned. So, of course, his, you know, the kid drowned, and of course, his mom's going to be upset and want vengeance, so then it's like, you know, they kill his mother, who loved him so damn much, so of course, he's avenging her death, and, you know, he seems to be doing right. You ever notice, like, he has morals, man. He doesn't kill kids. Part what, six. What is this? Fucking Oprah? Are you trying to get sympathy on Jason to earn points in this argument? I damn well might be. That don't fly. Well, no, sir. Part six. There was the, the kids. There's kids in that move in that movie. At That's the camp, great. And but I he get does that. not kill any of them. Let's get that. I get that. I I totally get that. Mm -hmm. But that has nothing to do with my question. Okay. What the fuck does that have to do with Freddy or Jason? Who's better? Well, I just, to me, Jason has the better moral compass and he's not the total psychopath. And I've seen some pretty creative kills. Well, I'll give props to Freddy too, but Jason, man, I tell you, it's just like the most brutal or even funny kills. Like, come on, the sleeping bag death in part seven. You gotta love it. Yeah, that's my favorite kill. But, and I know that's why you attacked me with that bullshit, because it's my soft spot. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Okay. Yes, Jason's hard to kill. Yes, he is. Fine. Freddy's impossible to kill, period. True, true. Because like I said earlier, he's not a physical being. Has nothing to do with it. Okay. Why do you think they keep reminding you evil never really does? Because... You can have a nightmare about something and kill it. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Tomorrow you can have a nightmare about that same exact fucking thing. Because that's how evil works. It'll come at you in the same form, different form. Doesn't matter. 
Freddy could come at you as Jason if he fucking wanted to. It doesn't matter. Evil's evil. You cannot stop it. You can delay it. You can overcome it for a minute, but it'll be back. You can never fucking truly be free of it. So therefore, they're alone. Jason can suck all the dicks. Excuse you, sir? First of all, I hate the Freddy vs. Jason reference because A, it's a movie franchise. Okay. Combined with another one. Yes. So, before anything happens, before any scripting, anything, both trademarked owners come together and what happens? They have a meeting with all their lawyers and they both agree nobody's franchise can afford to look weak. Okay. So yep. therefore there's no decisive winner. That's the way it's already predetermined. Yeah. It's like a fucking wrestling match. Already predetermined. So that movie doesn't count for shit. Alright. And if you wanted to use the fucking movie, guess what? What? Freddy obviously had a lot of outside interference. If there was a ref, Jason would have been disqualified. You know what? You're right. You're absolutely right because, I mean, Jason had freaking help. Remember, um, they brought uh, Jason's body back to Camp Crystal right. Lake. So he has a home field advantage. Of course he's going to do well in a fucking campground versus a boiler room. You got somebody bringing Freddy out of his home field advantage. Mm -hmm. You got this bitch with these sweet, sweet melons. Mm. Fucking lighting everything on fire. Causing an explosion. And distracting Freddy when he's about to kill that motherfucker. She was about to die. And Jason took that opportunity to come from behind with the motherfucker's own arm. And stab him through the chest. And then at the end, that fucking, here's your shit back as payment for saving my life. Come on now. That's cahoots if ever I've seen it. Fair enough. And, I mean, Jason did steal some of uh, Freddy's kills. Remember when Freddy's trying to regain his strength in that movie? Like, Catherine Isabel, you know, ginger snaps when she's at that rave. And she's I in that her. nightmare. Oh, yeah, I love her, too. But I was just saying... Like, Freddy literally has her in his grasp, and doesn't Jason just take her out? And so, okay, I will agree with you there. Jason had a bit, of, had some help there. So, if there, like you said, there was a ref, he would have definitely been disqualified. So, so I got to give my boy, and I'm not being biased, but I think in the long run, Freddy would win. All right, fine, fair enough, we'll give you that. Well, look at Jason. Let's be real. The dude has had how many incarnations? Oh. He was human first, then all of a sudden a zombie. Yep. And he would have stayed dead if it wasn't for some fucking little dipshit doing stupid shit. Tommy Jarvis. Yes. He decided he had to dig up Jason's grave, didn't he, and stab him with a fucking metal fence pole. Sure enough... Frankenstein shit happens, and boom, Jason's alive and well. People are going to think I'm picking on Feldman now, because they know I'm not a fan. <laughs> and it was him that did it, no? Well, it wasn't Feldman. It was uh, uh, his uh, character. Tom, yeah, his character, but Tom Matthews was playing uh, Tommy at that time. And I oh, loved was him. it? Yes. because uh, I stand corrected. I mean, Feldman, Feldman was, he did make a cameo, I think, in number six, or was five. I so. When it shows him looking at the graveyard, and I guess I guys, so. yes, but Feldman did not play Tommy in part six. That was uh, Tom Matthews. Myers versus Jason. Who you got? Ooh. <laughs> well, Myers can take a fucking beating, 
And like, like I was watching a video earlier today, and they're saying like, look, the man's been like burned to death, and he's been stabbed in the damn eyeballs. He's been slightly like stabbed and shot in the eyes. Yeah, shot. Like, oh my god, and he's still going. Shot in both eyes. Yeah. In part two. Okay. Yeah. Stabbed in the side of the neck with a fucking knitting needle. Mm. Poked in the eye. With a fucking straightened coat hanger. Shot multiple times in other spots. Repeatedly. Yep. Fell All through a fucking window. Stabbed. Didn't he land on a fucking, like, fence or something? Oh, no, that, sorry, that was Friday the 13th, part 5, Roy. But anyways, yeah, no. He's taking a lot, and he still gets up. And even, like, they're saying, how the hell do you kill Myers? He never seems to die. I really have no legitimate answer for who'd win between the two, mm -hmm. but can I just say fuck Roy? Yeah, fuck Roy. I'm sorry. I know we're going to get Why a lot of hate. Why do people like him so much? I don't know, man. And it's like, I'm in a Friday the 13th group on Facebook, and people are like, oh yeah, Roy, Roy. I'm sorry. Part five was garbage. Roy was a fucking cheap-ass wannabe. The mask wasn't even the same. It had the blue on there, and I remember seeing that, because... I had the, my parents had the VHS tapes, and I looked at the back, I'm like, hmm, this Jason looks weird, because stupid young me, the description doesn't say it's not Jason, it wasn't until later on, oh, sorry, but it's just, no, like, I'm saying the back didn't want to give spoilers okay, away, it's fine, okay. if you haven't seen that movie by now, then, enjoy your spoiler, fuck you, <laughs> there you go, so, and I'm like, who the hell is this, this isn't Jason, this is a fucking, like, bushy-ass, eyebrow-looking motherfucker that wants to be Jason, because his fat-ass son decided to, like, agitate the crazy man with the axe chopping wood, and just, yeah, you I know. I felt bad for that kid, though. I did. I will. So, I mean, I, did. I understand why Roy went nuts and took vengeance for his son, fair enough, but using the whole Jason gimmick, and like I said, people are on this high horse about him, like, why? Like, well, I mean, his plan was brilliant. He thought he'd get away with it. Yes. Because but. he's disguising himself as a fucking... Uh, except the fucking shit on the mask is red, not blue dipshit. Mm-hmm. And there was a cut in the mask right. from part three when, um, I believe, her, that Chris... Was laughing. Yes, so Chris on part three did hit Jason, try to cut him in the head, so there, that's there. It's missing. Can I just say something? Sure. Because it's kind of, you know, important. Mm -hmm. Roy, I know you're just a character, not an actual person, but you should probably know your mom's a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel about you in oh. your fucking efforts in that movie. Oh my god. Well, yeah, Roy's garbage. I don't understand why people are on this high horse about Roy. Like, garbage. Garbage. I'm sorry. He's as bad as the fucking Uber Mecha Jason in Jason X. You shut your filthy fuck. No, mind. I fucking hate that Jason. Like, I will fight you, sir. Well, bring it. Because he looks stupid. He looked dope. No, well, the freaking Halloween costume that year was garbage. He looked like a fucking fat ass. You cannot fucking bring a Halloween costume into it as your argument. But it's just oh my, he looks, it reminded me of a cat. Like, it looked like he had freaking whiskers. It's just, no, I I just, no. I did not like it. I'm sorry. Okay, send the hate mail. Come on. But yeah, Roy, Jason X, fuck them. To me, part, the Kane hotter Jason from part six onward, because that's when Kane donned the mask, 
is the Jason that's the best. I have two options right now. All right. I could roundhouse kick you in the neck fat. <laughs> or we could make peace here and compromise. Jason X, Uber Jason is better than Roy. All right, fair enough. We'll have a truce, man. We agree. Yes, okay, I will take that Jason over Roy. And you agree Roy's mom's a hoe? Yes, I do. Sweet. So fuck Roy, okay? See, that's a peace offering I can get on board with. Well, there you go. Fuck Roy. <laughs> Worst character ever. Yep. But, I, as, like I said, as much as I hate part five and Roy and all that stuff, I do fucking love Junior and his mom, Ethel. Oh my god. They that's are the good times. funniest freaking characters in that. That's good times. Oh my god. Would you shut the fuck up? <laughs> da, 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 da. I'm cooking your dinner, Junior! <laughs> She's a riot. Oh, my. And he's dumb as shit. Oh, my God. I... And before anybody takes it too personal, I've made it pretty clear. I'm not talking about the actor that plays Roy. <laughs> I'm talking about the fucking character, Roy, who I just think is fucking... You know, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take some shit back here. Okay. I thought it was a cool concept for the sake of not being predictable. That was like, holy fuck, it was never Jason at all. Because then it leaves a lot of questions. Yeah. Of like, is Jason really dead? And it's just copycats ever since? Mm. Or is this guy just a nut and saw an opportunity? Oh, uh, yeah. So I thought it was a brilliant swerve to kind of make you think one thing and then hit you with another. Mm -hmm. But I don't understand all the love for the character. Me neither, man. I can't think of anything noteworthy he did that, like, I was like, that's the tits. I don't get it. I mean, he did murder a man in a fucking porta potty, so, or outhouse. Oh, that was him? Yes, it was. Oh, don't get me started. Them enchiladas. Don't get me started. Yeah. Now you've gotten me started. Yes, I did. Booyah. Can we fucking not learn from that? Can we not learn from that? Okay, what can we not learn from Even that? the most horrific horror movie killers should have an ounce of decency and let a motherfucker shit in peace. <laughs> yep. Especially not, after Mexican. Not killing a motherfucker on the shitter. Yeah. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Yep. <gasps> Rob Zombie, I'm looking at you. Halloween remake. That dude gets straight up killed while taking a dump. Shame on you, sir. Oh, man. Shame on you. Let the people shit in peace. Great movie, though. Oh, yes, absolutely. But Grizzly did not need to die before wiping his ass. Mm-hmm. Like, now the man's gonna die at the shitty anus. Like, what the heck? That's not... This is injustice. Let the man go with some dignity. <laughs> For sure. Let him fucking... Flush first, man. You don't want those fucking poor cops coming up to the crime scene and seeing your floater. You know, it's a throwback, too, to that fucking Friday the 13th. What? Grizzly. Big Joe Grizzly, bitch. Talks about how he was eating some Mexican, and it's talking back at him. And that's the way she goes before you die on the shitter. <laughs> if Taco Durrell don't kill you, a mass murderer will. Yep. I fucking love it. Oh my gosh. But let's have some dignity for our victims. Absolutely. Yes. Let so. the people white and flush and at least get their fucking pants back up.
Nobody wants to be caught with their pants down, ever. Is that too much to ask? Nope, not at all. I don't think so. I mean, come on. Button it up. <laughs> you know, and I mean, maybe I take that personal. Because I always said, there's people like you that once you've been somewhere once, you know your way. Mm-hmm. And with me, when it comes to directions, I could get lost in a one-door shithouse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in trouble. So I don't want to die there. I don't want that to be my final resting place. Yep. Nope. It's going to happen. Know what I'm saying? It's going to happen now. Oh, you jinx yourself. Fuck. Here lies Tatnus. Died while trying to take a shit. That's brutal. I would really prefer that's not the case, but so be it. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. Yep. <laughs> I just hope Myers gets me because that's my boy. Yep. Fuck Jason. Hey. I'll give you that. I had sympathy for him in Freddy vs. Jason. Because Freddy was kind of bullying. Oh, he was a dick to him. But that should tell you who had the upper hand. Jason needed all that outside assistance. Mm, point spoken, sir. But, I mean, uh, Freddy hit the low blow with the fucking water and his mom's head. Like, oh, man. Yeah, but that's the thing. Freddy's more entertaining. He wins in every regard there. Fucking Jason. Jason don't give a fuck. Okay? Jason's entertaining when he finds a bitch in a sleeping bag. That's about it. Fair enough. Freddy is just entertaining all around. So there's that. Yes. Yeah. Fine. We'll give you that. And I will add to that. I mean, the consistency of Freddy is that it's always been Robert England. And I mean, with Jason, we've had how many actors? And you know, shout out to good old Kane Hodder. To me, you I are Jason. Hodder. Man, if you ever hear this. Fucking love you, man. If you want to come on the show, we'd friggin' love to have you. To me, you are Jason. Best portrayal ever. I love that you're trying to bring people on my show. <laughs> it's fantastic. Why not? You never know. You're trying to bring people on my show. It's good stuff. Yep. I do love Kane Hodder. Oh, I'd too. love to talk to Kane Hodder. Oh, yes. And I, I've always heard wonderful things about what a great guy he is. Yes, absolutely. So. Uh, and I saw a documentary about him. So did and I. I learned so much stuff that was really painful for him to talk about. Oh, yeah. And what a fucking great guy. Um, I would love to meet him or talk to him. Oh, me too. Same with Robert England. Oh. That, that would be like well, hands my down. life. Oh, my gosh. the Like, my life would be complete there. Just the two of them. Like Absolutely. I'd fucking die happy. Oh. Me too, but I'm going to wrap this shit up. Yeah. Um, I figured we'd touch on a little bit of the horror Halloween theme shit as we get into the month, and why not? Yeah, absolutely. There'll be more to come, for sure. i got some guests coming. I've got some serious shows coming, so I know you don't really care for the serious shit sometimes, but it, it can't all be nonsense. No. I mean, it's what I do best. But sometimes we got to talk about some serious stuff in a way that maybe you've never thought of and really address this from all angles. So I got some guests coming to do that. And I think it's going to be cool. So yeah. we'll, we'll catch you down the fucking line when we put out another one, which won't be long, nope. by the way. It may be with Blue, maybe by my damn self, maybe a guest. Who knows? It would be a surprise. How's that sound? Scheduling yeah. always is a thing. So, but thanks for listening, man, and all the support. The numbers keep climbing. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, much love. And uh, the consistency is great. And you guys make this so fucking awesome. 
And so much damn fun. Oh, it is. Mm. So feel free to send emails and let me know what you'd like us to talk about, what you would like to hear more of, and you will be heard. Thanks again, man. We'll catch you down the line. Yep, catch you next time.